You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. The Allen Robinson situation is very interesting uh, on a lot of levels to me, and I wanted to talk about it. First things first, I want to talk to you about Allen Robinson, the player, and what I think about him. I think he's tremendous. I think he's a wonderful player, and he's better than I expected him to be. I thought that he would be good. I mean, his resume in Jacksonville, even with the injury, was good enough to make you be excited that he was going to be a player for the Bears. But then you look at what he did for the Bears when he came in, and I've seen a guy that is ultra productive and ultra competitive with a a high catch probability and an incredible catching radius. He seems to be a great teammate that that people want to have on their side as they they go throughout a season. He's been more supportive with Mitch Trubisky than people would have imagined. That, that that a receiver was going to be, he's done the job. Last year, 1,147 yards for him in the past game, seven touchdowns in a year where the offense of the Bears overall was, was one of the worst in the NFL. I think when you look at this guy, you're looking at one of the, I want to be, I don't want to go incredibly hyperbolic, and I know that people love to do that, but I think that he's one of the top 20 wide receivers in the game. There are a lot of people who think that he's higher than that, but to me, all I'm saying is that I think Allen Robinson is a legit number one receiver. And I want you to understand that before we move on to the next part as we try to figure this whole thing out. I spent a lot of time covering contract negotiations when I covered the Bears. And you learn how the game is played to a certain extent There's messaging from both sides. Teams and players and player agents put out messages and they use the media to do it. You have to be careful when reporting. You have to figure out who benefits from this information getting out. And then you have to figure out what is the value to your audience or what is the value to the people who read your paper What's the value to the people that watch you on television? Do, do those things match up? You don't want to get used, although it, it happens quite often, especially in contract negotiations in the NFL. I think that's what we're seeing with Allen Robinson, and I'm not trying to throw shade. I think that these guys need to use every bit of leverage that they can. And some of the most powerful leverage that is available to them is using the media to tell the story. To put out there that he's thinking about a trade. And in the press conference that Allen had on Wednesday, you could see that he was uncomfortable talking about these issues. And I have some theories on why. But part of the reason is, I think that when... It's clear to me that that can't come from any place other than Allen and his camp or his representatives. Maybe it doesn't even have to do. 
maybe it isn't even Allen saying it. It could just be his representatives speaking on his behalf. Although, players should make sure that they know everything that their agent is doing. It's important that they understand how you want to do business and conduct that business the same exact way. But that story can't come from anywhere else. Like if we're if we're sleuthing it, we go, who has something to benefit from the news leaking out that Allen Robinson is seeking a trade from the Bears? It's not the Bears. It's not the Bears at all. They're, they're, they're in the last year of a deal. Why would they say that about Allen Robinson after finishing their first game with a win and and thinking that they have an opportunity to improve in every facet and go to the postseason? That, that's not my opinion. That's what I imagine they're thinking right now. So it, it, it doesn't make any sense for them to leak it. So then you go, well, who then leaked it? It, it was probably... I would say that it was probably Allen's agents who did this. And I'm okay with that. I, I want to be very clear that I'm not passing judgment. I'm just trying to let you know how the sausage is made. And this is how it gets made. If you feel like you're not being heard in your negotiations, which all of us would agree, Allen Robinson is worthy of a long-term extension for big money. He's a really good player. And this and and on a team that doesn't have dynamic offensive weapons or enough, I shouldn't say that enough dynamic offensive weapons. He's one of them. He's your best offensive player. So, yes, he deserves to be compensated like other receivers. And if he wants to do that, if he wants to use the media to help tell the story, I'm I'm good with that. The other part of it that's fascinating is the use of social media. And I think for some of us older dudes and dudettes, we look at this and be like, oh, well, that's silly that someone would use social media and stop following a team or stop posting pictures of themselves in a team uniform as a a way to protest how they feel about some of this stuff. And I'm here to tell you that communications and former communications change. And this is the way that younger people express themselves. And I'm trying to learn and catch up. And I was talking with Parkins about this on uh, during transition that I'm learning from my students that these are some of the ways that they express themselves. And I'm trying to understand it. It's different. They, this would be considered verboten. Like you're you're not you're not supposed to let your feelings be known publicly unless you're doing it through your mouthpiece and blah, blah, blah. I'm okay with these guys doing it this way. I do wish that when asked about it, that we could have gotten an honest answer from Alan on requesting a trade and using social media to, to get his anger out. But I understand they, I, I bet, that what happened over the last 48 hours is, okay, let's let's reel it on back in. Like everyone, whether it's the Bears or Allen Robinson or his people, we've made our point, and now the Bears go, okay, we can start talking again about all of this stuff. And you're right, like maybe we weren't taking it as seriously as we should have been taking it. Let's get back to the negotiation table 
Alan wants to be here. We want Alan here. Let's figure out what the best way is to do it. I'm not here to tell you how much money he's worth. I have thoughts, and I think that the reported numbers that I've seen of a little bit over $20 million per year makes sense to me. But those are choices that Ryan Pace is going to have to make on where the Bears' budget is. If he asked me my opinion, my opinion would be, yeah, you should probably be willing to go up to about $22 million per year for Allen Robinson for the type of production that he's already given you and the type of production that you project that he's going to give you. This isn't some old wide receiver. This is a 27-year-old wide receiver. So you can imagine that he can be effective for at least the next four to five years. The great thing about Allen Robinson is he doesn't just line up at one spot. He's not one of these locked receivers that can only play X. If you need him to to run routes out of the slot, he can do that. If you need him to run go routes, he can do that. You want him to win man-to-man battles, he can do that. So to me, it makes all the sense in the world. But I've been in this position as a broadcaster where you start trying to figure out value. Obviously, I've never been in this position as a player. The good news is, is that I know some people who have, and one in particular that I wanted you to hear from. I called Matt Forte and had him on the radio show because I I remember covering the Pay Forte campaign back when he got his extension in 2012. So I wanted to pick his brain. So this is where I'll leave things with, with, with you. This is what he said about the approach of, of getting stuff done and how he can empathize with Allen because he was in a very similar situation. Check out Forte's advice. Everybody always says it's a business, but when it comes down to the business part, when you deserve an extension or you deserve to be paid, uh, you'll get the big contract. It doesn't always feel like it's just business. Sometimes it does feel personal. Like, for instance, if you know you've been the only consistent part of an offense for years after years after years, and I'm not even talking about myself, I'm talking about Allen Robinson right now. He's been the only consistent piece out there, really. Um, and then you, you, and then you get pushback or, you, you know, the team doesn't show initiative to want to, you know, give you an extension or, or to pay you. That feels like you're, they don't value you. And so, yes, you take that personal because you're looking at your value as a player and you go out there and put it on the line each and every day for the team. So that, that can create a little rift. What advice would you give Allen on how to, to compartmentalize all of this and still play? Well, I would say, um, you know, his his situation is a little different from mine because I think Allen's making, you know, double-digit millions at this point. <laughs> when, I was, when I was going under mine, I was being paid less than the punter. So I was, I was hot. <laughs> but um, you are under contract, and, um, you know, it's, it's – it's good to let it be known that you want an extension. Uh, and you know you're going to be with the Bears for the rest of this year, at least. And I'm going to be honest, man. Just, you know, continue to play and let your agent talk. And you talk with them, too. Talk with the um, with the GM. 
when I was going through my contract negotiation, I didn't want my agent just to be, you know, my mouthpiece. I wanted to understand and, and hear what they wanted to say about me too, to see if the GM would want to say some some of those things to my face. So I would, you know, I would go in there with my agent Adisa and and uh, and listen to Jerry Angelo and you know all the the crap that they were talking about most of the time. And uh, you know, one one meeting actually, I I walked out and slammed the door because. Um, I was talking about getting the contract extension. They had promised it. And this is in camp. I never held out all that stuff. I'm being paid less than the punter. Obviously, had I played my rookie deal. And the reason behind not getting, basically him saying that we were not coming to terms is because he said I hadn't made a Pro Bowl yet. And, I, you know, that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because, you know, obviously the Pro Bowl is voted on by fans and have by the players like you know that's not really a I've, i felt like it was just an excuse so you know dealing with those things it, it takes you you kind of take it personal but at the end of the day you got to go out there and do your job and then the chips will fall where they where they may now if you play this year you ball out and they still you know dragging their feet if i'm out and i'm asking for a trade y'all send me somewhere else i don't want to play for you Strong words, and it makes a lot of sense. And I'm not surprised by that conversation that you had with with Jerry Angelo. Not one bit. Uh, but but that's that's a good piece of advice though to be in the room because I'll tell you as as someone who has an agent, I pay my agent to go in the room because I can't yeah. handle all the stuff that they say about me when it's contract <laughs> time. So I have my agent go in there, and 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 he he gives me back a softer version of it. Yeah, he uh, he went in there for the most part. I just wanted to go towards the end to be like, you know, to see why why is this taking so long and what's the what's the hold up because the product is out there on the field and it's on the film, so it's it, it's undeniable. So what's the hold up? That was my my uh, my mindset. But like I told, I'm I'm telling you, I tell uh, Alan, I would tell him the same thing, man. Just you know, be be a consummate professional because. What's for you is going to be for you. Like, nobody can take that away. So if you don't get it here, you'll get it somewhere else. I don't think that Bears fans have to worry about Allen Robinson no longer being a Bear for a couple of reasons. One, I don't see them trading him unless things got horrible over the next four weeks. Even if they can't come to an agreement on a deal, they can tag him and figure out a long-term deal. I know that when you hear that a player wants to be traded, like it feels like it's an assault on you as a fan. Just know that all of this is negotiating tactics, and hopefully that's clearer to you uh, now after this episode of the pod. I hope that he gets his money. I am I am very steadfast in being pro player, especially in this sport because of what players put themselves through to even get on the field. I think he's earned it, and I think that he'll continue to earn it. He doesn't strike me as the type of player that's going to get money and not put out the same effort. The guy's competitive as hell, and he wants to win. And the Bears need to understand that he wants to win here. Pay the man his money. Thanks for listening.